Josie and Alicia here, and today we're talking with Natalie Davison. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> this is, it's already amazing. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. Hi. All right, you go and take on. Okay, we're so excited that you said that you would come and talk to us about living your best life. And I have like a fangirl list of things we need to talk about. I can't wait. Um, but you know, I really see you as, I'm going to try not to cry during this one. Wow. Such a cry. Such a, oh are, you, are, are you a crier? Listen, I feel like you're not If a you guys aren't crying, it's not working. My job is to make <laughs> you cry. That's what I do for a living. Um, I feel like, so you're an entrepreneur. Yes. And you are, you have your own business and you're also a Year Weight Loss member who I has am. been very successful. And I feel like those two things come together and show me a person living their best life. So tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur and owning your own business. Yeah, it was um, not romantic at all. So <laughs> I love like when you when you hear entrepreneurs talk about how they became entrepreneurs, I'm nothing like that. So you hear all these people like, oh yeah, I was born this way. I was that kid, you know, selling whatever, like selling things at school and like always had a lemonade stand. I was none of those things, like none of those things at all. Um, I thought entrepreneurship was irresponsible and uh, had no interest in it at all. So it was pretty academic and like corporate focused. And um, when we moved, we lived in Toronto for 10 years. And when we moved back to New Brunswick, I had a job with a big company, but I had to be on the road a lot. And I had two small kids at home. And being on the road in the winter in New Brunswick, as I learned my first year, is terrifying. And so I was like, oh, I need a job that I don't have to be on the road all the time. And so I got this opportunity to work for an entrepreneur. And I was like, this is crazy, like crazy. I don't think I can take this much risk in my life. So like I was you like, felt that working for, working an, for entrepreneur. an entrepreneur was like what, way outside my comfort zone. I was okay. like, I don't. So he was, he was actually doing a talk in St. John's. So if anybody's listening that's not from here, that's about two hours away at 9 a.m. on a weekday, and I made my husband drive there and go be in the audience to, like, weigh in on this person. We were trying to, like... Okay, you were sussing him out. Gauge the, like, the risk level. Because I was like, I don't... I think this is an insane idea. Like, what if I go work for this person and they're crazy, right? So, um... So, anyway, we liked, um... I took the job. I worked there for almost five years and, uh... Like, really changed my perspective on entrepreneurship. I never ever saw myself there. Um, but was able to really learn how to wear a lot of hats and solve a lot of problems and roll up my sleeves and take action. And then as uh, luck would have it, the like worst moment of my career slash best moment of my career is my job was eliminated. And um, so I really throw myself into things. And uh, when I lost my job, I felt like I lost my identity, all my friends, um, my life was like over. And like I go all in on everything, including depression. So like when I was like, oh, I'm bummed out about my job, I actually just didn't do anything for a year. So I like didn't work for a year. I didn't socialize for a year. Um, I didn't do, I just like hid for a year and then kind of poked my head out at the end of that and was like, okay, what am I going to do? And I started a business. Here we are. Um, so did you gain any weight while you were in your your depths of despair? I mean, I probably gained a bit of weight that year. That right. wasn't uh, that wasn't the year that I like really started to you know pack it on. Um, like 
That was, that sounded so rude. Um, but, but that's what I, like, I really gained weight fast when I committed to it. Um, <laughs> like everything, you commit to it? You like, committed to it. whatever I do, I call myself a maximizer. I'm not like a minimalist. I'm a maximalist. So whatever I do, I really commit to. So the year I gained weight, I gained weight really fast. But it was kind of the next year when I, when I was really getting into my business. And uh, that required everything I had because my husband was working away at the time. So I was single momming with twins, maintaining a house, starting a business you know all this all the stuff and the business was very like demanding so all of those things just really didn't make what I ate or um exercise or anything like that a priority so no. we, we spent a lot of time at McDonald's for like a couple years there and it's hard when you have young kids too. I remember like, my goal being to go to McDonald's only three times a week at one point <laughs> with my whole family like the kids in the back well reasonable goals I <laughs> yeah, guess you gotta yeah, start yeah. somewhere yeah it, it like lasted for two weeks it wasn't uh that wasn't my jam back then but um but yeah I mean it's what it took at the time to do what I had to do and you know that's and, the journey and uh how long ago was that like how long ago did you start my business? Yeah. Um, I started in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So like four years. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. So, I was like just like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, four years ago. Because like now you've like come out of the haze a little bit, right? Yeah. A your, lot. Your, your husband's home now. My husband's been home for a year and a half. Um, your, yes. Your kids are older. My kids are able to stay home alone, which is a very, oh. What do that, you mean? That, I know. Anybody listening who's like, oh, it's so hard right now. Like it's almost over. It's like, it's a parent win, but for me, I feel Once like- Once they're 11, you're basically free. I know. But then like you have boys, I have girls. So I'm feeling like around 12 is going to be the danger zone. 12 to 18, they're going to need to be locked away. Yeah. I, you know what? That's quite possible. I have, um, I don't even know how to talk about my boys. They're so awesome. They were so tough when they were little. And they're so easy now. Like, they like us. They want to hang out with us. They love sports. Like, you know, tomorrow night, I go play badminton with them. And, like, um, they play sports. They play sports constantly. It's really – they're just nice people to be around. Nice job. Don't we feel, though, that, like – because we all have kids. Don't we feel like it's a – Right now, I find it hard to be living my best life because I have a tiny baby at home. It's like one year old. A one year old. But you gotta, you have to understand, like your best life right now. Right, I agree. Right now, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Your best life right now is like my best life. You know, in 2016, like didn't look like what you guys would would want it to look like. You know what I mean? But. At that time, that's what I needed to do to be able to optimize all these other parts of my life right, that yeah. I needed to activate. And so um, I was never going to launch the career that I have or all of these other things would have never, ever happened if I was like, oh, geez, I don't like myself because of my size. Like yeah, that wouldn't right. have, none you, of that would have happened. No, you had to push past that. Yeah, it really had to become It just secondary. wasn't the priority at no. the time. No, So did you have a moment, like tell me, did you have a moment where you like, because obviously you walked through the doors of your way weight loss one day right. and were you like, okay, like what, 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 how did, how, what got you there? Yeah, a couple of things. So first of all, peer pressure is really effective on me. So, um, <laughs> good to know. Yeah. So I like li- literally, I ran into someone a couple of days before and she was like, just feeling great. Like new haircut, you know, 
prancing down the hallway at this office we were both at for a meeting. And I was like, you look great. And she's like, yeah, and I'm going to your weight loss and you should come. And I was like, well, I don't know her that well, which means I'm definitely going to say yes. So I was like, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like, here I go. And it was literally because like I have this new friend. I don't know her well enough to say no. Like that's why, I, that's actually why I went. But obviously there were other things going on. I had already lost like 10 pounds. And, um, you know, where I was really stuck, and it comes back to my business again and my business goals, was that I, God, I struggled with this issue that I believe, I'm going to go in a rabbit hole for a minute, I personally believe that, like, what really needs to happen for people, I don't think everybody has to be thin or whatever. I, I really don't believe that. I believe that who we see on the inside should be reflected on the outside. I believe that we should be in alignment with who we believe we are. And that's it. And my mindset my whole life, like I was always an athlete. I was always extremely fit. I was always very competitive. I played sports my whole, until I was pregnant. Like I was an athlete. I was uh, a trainer in a gym. Like that was my whole person, like big, big, big part of my identity. And so what happened was when I would look at videos of myself speaking mm. or I would see like so much, there's so much, if you want to see what I used to look like, like there's so much video out there of the old me and it just didn't look like me. And so I was like, that was the part that was really hard. I was like, what is going on? Who is that? And I was also like, you know, I'm a pretty hot person. And why doesn't anybody <laughs> see that? <laughs> I was like, always so annoyed. I was like, nobody can tell how hot I am. Like, what's <laughs> happening, you know? It's like I was in this weird, bizarro world where nobody knew how awesome I was. So that annoyed me as well. Um, but it all kind of culminated in this. I had to make a speaker reel to get more business, to help grow the business. I'm a professional speaker. And I couldn't look at video of myself speaking. I couldn't hear my words. I couldn't hear the audience. All I could see is this person who wasn't me pretending to be me. That's how I felt. Mm. And so that was what was so frustrating. So I kept making excuses for not putting this video together, although I, st I still haven't done it. But, um, you know, I just kept making all these excuses and I knew the real reason was I was not ready to show the world that version of myself because I just didn't believe it. it I just didn't believe that was me. So, yeah. So that's why I'm glad that I get peer pressured into joining. And yeah, I, I'm so glad too that our paths um, collided. So, and when I look back at your old, some of your older photos or your older stuff from your business and like your, um, what's it called when you take photos? Branding photos. And it looks like a lot of your identity is with I'm funny slightly overweight Natalie eating a cupcake. Yeah, yeah. That was, I built a brand around that because I didn't have time to change that in my life at the time, right? So I was like, okay, well, you know, I obviously was hyper aware of it because I built a brand around it. It wasn't like I was like casually showing up and trying to hide anything. And by the way, if you're going to go look at those photos and be like, you look fine. I mean, like, I get it. I just didn't feel like I looked like me. I know I don't look terrible in those yeah. photos, right? But like, if you look at those photos, like I'm shoving a cupcake in my mouth. Like I gave a talk one time. <laughs> I gave a talk one time in which I was like, the, t the whole talk, and I still believe this premise, you shouldn't, you shouldn't let everybody should all over you. You shouldn't do things because you feel like you should. I don't do anything because I feel like I should. I do what I want to do and that's it. And that's how I live my life. And that's, why like my way of your mm. way weight loss is the opposite of anything that you guys probably tell people to do and like I'm drinking coffee right now late at night and I should be drinking water I know 
but I don't let people shit all over me. So I was in this talk and I was Are doing- Are you saying shit or should? Should, should. S-H-O-U-L-D, like yeah, yep. thank you. Mm. I wish I coined it. A therapist told me it years and years ago and I don't even remember her name to mm. give her credit. But, um, but I was, you know, that was my point. And I was like, you know, we do all these things to impress other people. And I had this like, really good flow going. And I was like, for example, if we ever go out for lunch and I order a salad, I'm just trying to impress you. And then I yelled, I effing hate salad. <laughs> like I like I hate like my whole brand, everything I was committed to was just like be yourself, tell the truth, and the truth is I'm gonna eat a cupcake. And uh man, like I meant I still mean all of the things. Yes. But yeah. just not but, like about- I chose these details that protected right this misalignment that I was trying to hide from. Right. You know? you're, you're trying to say be true to yourself. Yeah, 100%. And I still believe that. I just... But uh, being true to yourself wasn't deep down shoving cupcakes in your face. Yeah, because I wasn't ready to face the fact that like I had this missing piece of my identity. Yeah. Like this, like I still was walking around shoving cupcakes in my face for photos, but looking at me like, why don't you know that I'm hot? Like, like this is really annoying. Me and go home at night and be like, man, nobody... Was it scary? Checks to, me out anymore. Was it scary to kind of make that new identity for yourself? No. No? You were just like so ready She chases whatever she wants. She does. Yeah. Like I definitely... No, I wasn't scared at all. No. I... But it was also who I thought I was. Like, I think that's very, very different. I have other friends who didn't grow up with the same identity as I did, right? So, like, friends who didn't maybe play sports or never, like, I worked in I worked in a gym. Like, I mean, that was my happy place. So I was at the gym twice a day when I was in university. Like, like and then I was a varsity athlete. So, like, it, this was just what I loved. And you can really get a sense of this when you talk to other adults. Like, I have a girlfriend who's very close to me who is definitely in better shape than I am, but works so hard at it, measures everything, like never misses a day at the gym. And I'll, I'll never forget, we were chatting one day, and she said, you know, I was on vacation, so we went to a new gym, and oh my God, I hate it, I hate going into a new gym, I feel so self-conscious, and I'm like looking at her like, what are you talking about, you know? And she's like, I feel so, so I hate going to the new section of the gym, and, what, and I'm like, what? That's my favorite part. I love going to a new gym so all, new people can see how awesome I am. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I don't even go to the gym right now, but like, if I did go to the gym right now, <laughs> I would walk in and be like, yeah, hey. I own this gym out of my way, big guys. Like, this is my place. Like, that's how I feel, because like, that's part of my identity. And so that's... That's where that was out of alignment. But other people don't feel that way. And if you don't feel that way, it's a whole di- – weight loss is a whole different game. Right. They need a different mindset shift. A hundred percent. So it's not scary for me because it's not different than what I think I am. I also almost feel like your weight loss was perfect for you without even knowing that it was. Uh, listen. In terms could. of like I do what I do, <laughs> like that's what we do, right? Um, tell yeah. us when you first started, you made protein cookies. And oh, yeah. she, she sent me a message. She, I think she was like – is two a day too much? No, no, no. It was worse. It was worse because I found out last night because I just made protein cookies again, trying to get back on the horse after Christmas. And so I go and like Google or Google, I go search in the group for the recipe because I still haven't saved it. And I go search and my old post comes up and it's like a public post in, or like in the group. It's a post of the group. And I'm like, hey, has anybody ever um, just eaten five meals a day of cookies? Just curious. <laughs> Which like I've definitely had days where I only ate that like that's definitely happened where I have had entire days where 
my only meals were brownie hey, cookies in the early your years. Best life. When I have friends that join and like I, I'm working on my whole section, my whole seating section of my friends and she family. Keeps recruiting. Um, but when I have friends that join, I'm like, okay, you need it. You need three key concepts: protein cookies, like here's the recipe. <laughs> um, donair salad. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't get to a donair salad, just have donair sauce on hand and put it on any salad. Today I had it on like crab meat. It was so probably gross to other people, but so good. So and good. then finally, um, the chocolate chip rice cakes. And if you have those three things, you've got the rest of your life figured out. This There's is nothing amazing. you can't accomplish. No. I do, think she's more of a Josie eater yeah. than an Alicia. Uh, did you did you watch my meal prep? Can I first of all tell you that there is international delight in my coffee right now <laughs> that I'm drinking? I was like, you were like international delight creamer. I'm like, oh my god, really? That's my favorite. I was really excited. Okay, about that. Good. yeah, um, um, yeah. I saw you achieve and thrive in the rules of your weight weight loss because there was no rules. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I think you are a person on, that's on my next page. Um, that really does do what you want to do. That ha- that's a and, prerequisite. And yeah. so I think yeah. that's part of the reason why it was it went so well for you. Um, did, I'm probably sorry. I'm probably the worst in the group also because somebody will be like, um, I have a question about tracking my food. I'm like, I don't track my food. <laughs> like I'm like, and look at me. Like, at the, the meeting worst. on Saturday, I would be. I was like, okay, just out of curiosity, who does this? And like 90% of people raise their hand, and Natalie's like this. <laughs> <Sitting back. laughs> Like, it's okay I'm like, what's up? <laughs> I don't do anything. It's amazing. Um, okay, so has losing weight affected your work life? Uh, let me see. I mean, obviously, like, I like seeing photos of myself more than I did before because I feel like I look like myself. So that is definitely helpful. Um, I, f- I feel like this might be the answer to a different question, but I'll, whatever, I'll say it now anyway. Um, I've recently, and by recently, like in November, I started doing weekly dance videos. And, uh, They're great. Thank you. I didn't do that before. And I noticed, I was thinking about it the other day. If I made those videos before, I would have looked at my body the whole time. So mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay. And I probably would have reshot multiple takes and like done all this crazy stuff, right? So like, obviously, I, if you watch these dance videos, you guys, first of all, like disclaimer, I'm not a professionally trained dancer. Um, I could never have told that. FYI, like just in case. You're so good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and I don't rehearse. So, <laughs> but like I would have taken a lot of time being like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I would have even ever ended up with the confidence to do it. And it's, it's the confidence so, piece. It, right? Yeah. It sounds so stupid. Like, oh yeah, you make dance videos on the internet. Big deal. Like, you're almost 40. Grow up. But like it's like, it's actually been driving us a crazy amount of traffic um, for our business. And so, because what's happening is people are like, oh my gosh, this is fun. I feel good. I want to know more. So making people feel good turns out is good for business. I like it. Thanks. Um, okay. So also a big part of your job, well, like you, people want to like take you places. They want to invite you to parties. Uh, they want to take you <laughs> to lunch. You're so popular. I mean, you, very, you, do, very popular. <laughs> you do speak at conferences yeah. at times. So you do travel. Mm-hmm. So um, these are obstacles I think that people see to being healthy and to living their best life. So how did you like balance all that? Yeah. So this is 100% why I can't do it the other way. Like I, or the like traditional way. Like it's just what this is one hundred percent why my life sounds nuts when you look at my job. And I do travel a lot, and I go to conferences a lot, and I go to oh my god, I think we went to like eighteen Christmas parties that weren't family. Like it was insane, and because our clients bring us, you know, invite us to Christmas parties, and and it's the best, and we have the 
like so much fun, so much fun doing what we do. But that means that like, I don't know, actually, I don't know how my partner does it because she is very um, focused on the metrics of her food. I'm not. Like I, a wise person once told me at my very first Your Way Weight Loss meeting, and it's the thing that really, I, I probably can't quote many other things, but like this is the one. <laughs> and it was like, nobody ever lost 100 pounds being perfect. Um, you lose weight by being better. And so all I just try to do is be better. So when I'm at a Christmas party that has a taco bar and a poutine bar and like an open bar and all of the stuff. After calling know, Josie to come to the I want bar. to be invited to these yes. right? parties. I want the poutine. And it's she like, wants the liquor. And that week we had six parties. So it's the fifth of six. And, you know, you're standing there you're like, wow, this is like pretty much the best food display I could have ever dreamed of. It's all the things I would have wanted. And, you know, I, st- I stand there in that moment. I'm like, okay, well, what's better? Like, and I really try to reflect on the old me who would have had everything and then got wasted. <laughs> Just kidding, clients. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, this one party, like this one particular party, the one I'm describing, uh, like we had a, I had a little bit of poutine and I was like, oh, it's not really as good as you remember it. You know, it's like more kind of in your mind <laughs> yep. than anything. It's always, and only the first bites are good. Though. It's oh, so true. It's such a letdown now. It's such a, anyway, like, the food that used to give me so much joy lets me down. It disappoints me every time. So that helps. <laughs> um, but, we, you know, we're at this party and uh, had a little bit of poutine. Was was really not interested in tacos by comparison. I had to make a choice. And, like, one glass of wine. And then we drank and we danced and we did karaoke. And we had the best time. And we had so much fun. And we were dead sober. And, you know, we rolled out of there feeling pretty great, honestly, right? And enjoying yourself at that party wasn't about eating as much poutine as possible. No. It was about spending time with people, showing dancing, up. Showing, showing up, up being yeah. there, yeah. Being present. Yeah. Being present. Being in the moment. Like I like food numbed me. Like yeah. not uh, it took me out of the moment, right? It didn't it didn't yeah. keep me in the moment. And so, you know, I need to be in the you want to go to six Christmas parties in a week, you need to be in the moment. You need to make sure you're not hungover. Like there's a lot of stuff happening there. A lot of factors. Yeah. So it's really about about thinking about the bigger picture and not just like, oh my God, I'm standing in front of a routine bar. Like, what am I going to do? Um, the other big perspective shift for me was, and I think a lot of people go through this, because I have like generally been unhappy with my, like my weight for 10 years, probably. I didn't realize I was in this mentality of like, oh, this is the last time I'm going to eat a poutine. I better really go for it and I'll never have one again. Right. And you would eat that thing. Like it was like the last living poutine on the planet. Like, there's <laughs> never going to be another one. Like you, you were just, always like, getting ready to start your diet oh, on the and, Monday. And then you would like shove it in your face because it was going to be worth it that one. Like nobody, we had a joke. I forgot about this. We had a joke at home. If you ask my brother right now, he would break into song. And like, do you know, you guys might be too young, but do you know the final countdown? Well, we used to sing it the final fat day. Oh, and, oh my god. god. Yeah, we would sing the final fat day and we would just get psyched out, my husband, my brother, and I. Oh, and we gosh. would like go to town. We would have this big, like whatever the hell for dinner. Um, and then it would be like, okay, time to go to needs. And like needs runs would be like, you know, pop, chips, licorice, chocolate, whatever. Because it's the final fat day, the all last the, one. You need all the categories. Have. Everything. We're never gonna have one again, except 
we had them like three times a week. And we're like, this is it, the last one. And then we would sing the song. It was not and the like, final. <laughs> it was not the final time. <laughs> oh, like my final dad. Final it was the final it was one the for the fi- day. Yeah, for the day. Yeah, for the like, week. We would have them multiple times a week and we would sing and it was a whole ritual. Like, I haven't sang that song. Like, I forgot about it. I haven't sang that song in months and months. You're never going to sing Well, we're glad that that's gone because that's part of diet mentality, right? Right? And I know that I can have, I can have whatever I want Whenever as much as I want. want for the rest of my life. It's a totally different way to look at food. Um, okay, I just want to touch one little bit more on your Christmas parties because there is like a smoke show photo of you on the internet yeah, that anyone that? could go look up. And I wanted to, I was seeing you getting dressed for those parties. I mean, I wasn't like actually in your house, nor do I have like a camera, but I was like seeing you and I was like, she's I dancing. bet you she's feeling amazing. It must have felt so good yeah. to get ready yeah, for those parties. It, it did. There was um, the first one in the series of 18 was uh, for my husband's work. And it was really cool. I had like a, the year I didn't work, I, I also actually didn't eat that much. So I was fairly lean and I had all these really nice clothes that I was treating myself to when I wasn't working. I'm sure my husband appreciates that. And so they've been sitting in my closet untouched ever since. And uh, so I remember that first night, I just kept putting all these outfits on and they just kept fitting. And it was it was like that moment where you realize you've transitioned from dressing to hide yeah. to dressing to show. And that's a whole other way to live your life, right? So I remember I remember that clearly. And I was like, I have, so, oh my God, I have so many clothes. This um, is really fun. So many clothes is so fun. Um, we, had, we can also talk to you about your whole like sustainable, not buying fast fashion, but that's a whole nother podcast. Whole nother podcast. Um, but I really see a quality in you that to me is someone living their best life. And we already kind of touched on it, but like I, I wrote this down before we had this conversation that you say no, you say no, and that you have an opinion but you respectfully listen to other people's opinion and you don't try and convince them that your opinion is the right opinion. You are confident in yourself to be like, I'm good. I'm not going to be influenced by the way you think. I don't expect you to, to think the way I think, but I'm good right now. With what I see with this interview or whatever you want to call it, I feel like I see why you're living your best life is a huge part is your confidence. Um, and like, let's think of Melissa Leblanc. That's a big part of what she, like her chasing her happiness, like so much confidence. Right. Yeah. And I thought she was winning this, this the first place. Award? I don't know. Are we in a confidence award? I think that you- <laughs> I feel really bad for her I mean- right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Melissa. I've never uh, met you. I'm, you did, I'm sure you're confident. You <laughs> did is. both quote the exact same quote that I own this gym. Yes, <laughs> she did say the exact those exact that's words. That's right. I listened to that. Yeah, um, that's true. But I do see you um, loving that. Like you chase whatever makes you happy. And I love that you said like I don't think that everyone needs to be thin to be happy. Absolutely not. And we completely agree. I think that it's just like, why can't we just chase whatever that is? And for you in that moment, when you were seeing those pictures, you saw that weight loss could be a part of it. And that's your right to want or, to lose some weight, you know? Or finding some kind of peace in the right. way that I was. Oh, that's exactly, exactly what Melissa would say yeah, as well. Exactly. And, and, but I wasn't getting that. That's the right. thing. Like, all I wanted to do was look at the photo and be like, that's me. And that's all I wanted. Like, and I think that's what we all want. And, um, right. We just maybe don't realize it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the difference between chasing internal versus external validation. If you're looking for, like, I want to lose weight because I want to, like, look like this person or whatever, like, that's different. That's totally, or I want to 
like anything external. I want someone to uh, yeah. compliment me. I like, want someone I to look at me. I don't care what size I am. I don't even care what weight I am. I, I do believe in weighing myself so that I can just keep track of yeah, what's happening. Feedback. So I have feedback. But there's no like... There's no drama about this. This is very similar to what I do in teaching content marketing, except I'm trying to get people to look at analytics and like how their work performs. It's no different, right? And people are like, oh my God, I posted something and only got five likes. It's no different than you having people come in like, oh my God, I gained weight. Like it's the same thing. Guys, no offense. I'm making a voice. I love you. But like, but like really, you know what I mean? Like don't do that to yourself. Right. Don't get sad because you have data. Like be happy that you have data. Yeah. You deserve data. There was, to once be upon better. a time, we didn't have data. Once upon a time, we didn't have scales. We I didn't have it. Facebook. Like, we didn't have analytics. We didn't have any feedback. We just had to kind of, like, hope for the best. Yeah. Um, we have so many tools at our disposal, but they're tools. But they you just said earlier us. that it had been 10 years that you felt unhappy with your weight. And it sometimes it shows that, like, maybe that first year you're like, but it's fine. Like, I want to accept that picture. And then all of a sudden, it, like, creeps up, right? It, like, builds up. And after 10 years, you're like... I actually don't think it's fine. Like, I obviously, it's been 10 years. Yeah, I'm working like, on it. I don't know. I mean, I know what you're saying. And I don't, it's not that I disagree with it. It's that, like, if I said unhappy, I mean it generally, like, not because I'm unhappy that I weighed a certain amount. Because there were times in there where I didn't. Like, my God, there was, like, there was a good six months where I was at CrossFit, like, four times a week. I was really fit. I mean, there were times where I was and wasn't. It's just, like, it didn't line up like it, it's really okay, that gap right. in expectation you know what I mean okay. so like so I would say that yeah did it did I get farther and farther away yes did I get to that point where I did not recognize recognize myself in photos that's what it was right okay. so like it's like so much more about like who's that person and what's going on here and sometimes we cannot recognize ourselves for other reasons like sometimes we cannot recognize ourselves like I my gosh I'm a maximizer. Like there was a time where I had a very unhealthy relationship with my job and I am not proud of the mom I was. Right. So like right. when I think back to like that, you know, my son said to me yesterday, he's like, I like it that you work for yourself now because you're funner. I'm like, weird. I work way more. And I was like, I'm what? You're happier. And he's like, you're more fun. Like you do more fun things and you like you dance. Oh, anyway, thanks. Aww, kid. Aww, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Not embarrass me. It just thinks I'm more fun. Right. And when I look at photos of me then, like, you know, even if I was like lean in the photo, I can see in my face, I'm not me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's to me, it's just so much more about like alignment. Identity. With your values and identity. who you are. Yeah, that's a identity. huge part of your journey. That's it. Like yeah. it's, it's so much more about that. So if you look at a photo of yourself or you look at your life and you say like, I'm me, then you're like, you're good. what else could you want? Right? I agree. And if you look at yourself and you're not, then that's where like you know well, maybe like we should end with that that yeah. was beautiful well listen we love your vibe we love your confidence and <laughs> like we want more of Natalie someone in our life living your best life and I think a lot of people could take a lot of lessons from you yeah thank you guys. and just like being true you're so true, true to yeah. you <laughs> yeah there's no like I, I see it I see it with my eyes like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming thank you what about her question Oh, right. Okay. So oh, yeah. the for person before you leaves a mess, uh, question for you yes. and you leave a question for the next person. Right. So her question was, when did you decide you were made for more or better? Was there a moment? Uh, grade five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Tell Finger us that. on the buzzer. Mm -hmm. Grade five. Yeah. We moved from, um, I went to like a big elementary school till grade four. <laughs> Very in touch with my childhood. And uh, so I was just really like, awkward and clumsy definitely didn't think I was an athlete 
definitely like thought I was just average in every way. And then we moved to Shediac and growing up as an Engli- yeah, right? Being the English kid in uh, Shediac Bridge is really a, a tough gig. So, because um, every other kid is French, and then you try to use your like French immersion French, and they're like, why are you saying all the words in French? They're not all supposed to be French. Right. I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I get to use so bad because it would be something that should be chiac and I'd say it in French and then i get made fun of. Anyway, that's why I have all this linguistic insecurity. That's for another episode. So, um, so anyway, so I go to the English school in Shediac, which is exceptionally small. Right. And Very. so I walk in in grade five and I'm like, I literally like the family joke is how awkward I am, like physically, like I can't. I'm not an athlete. Like, we used to have Canada fitness tests. I don't know if you guys remember this. There would be, like, excellence was the top ribbon, then there was gold, then silver, then bronze. No clue what you were talking about. Okay. Well, they would test you. You had to do, like, sit-ups and push-ups and Oof, running. That would, that would not work in 2020. No, distance People running. People would be upset. And then short-term running and, like, all oh, wow. of these fitness things, okay? Okay. And you would – so those were the – like, bronze was the lowest. I never even got bronze. There were like two kids in the class. They needed to make up a color for you? Like me and this other kid. (laughs) Nothing ever. Like ever, right? So I moved to, I go to Shadiac Cape and like we were. You're gold. I walk in and there's like not a lot of kids. It's very small. But these kids are like winning district championships in every sport and whatever. And I'm like, hmm. And the gym teacher's like, hey, uh, uh, you're on the badminton team. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, badminton? I'm like, it's like, I'm like, mom, I'm on the badminton team. And she's like. Yeah, right. And I'm like, Mom, I am. And I don't know if she actually said that. Mom, I'm sorry. I know you're listening. You might not have said it that way. But I know you remember. You guys used to tease me about tripping over my own feet. So um, so I made the badminton team in grade five because they didn't have enough kids. And then I made this team. And then I made this team. And then I made this team. And then we won district championships every year. And then I was athlete of the year. And then I played sports in high school. And then I played sports in university and changed my entire life from that one teacher. Lived on your street. He passed away when I moved home. Like from that one teacher and then all these other teachers that had the same, we had the best culture in our school and they just believed in us in ways that we couldn't, I can't even explain. So I went to the best school at the best time and my mom is also a big fan. I made her sound so mean in that, but like she's amazing too. But like just didn't, we didn't know that was a possibility. And so um, from like the day that I was put on the badminton team in grade five, I've absolutely 100% believed I could like amazing. win at anything. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. okay. And what question would you like to ask the next person? Oh my after gosh. You? I, d- I should have prepared this in advance. I mean, it's, it's better when you don't. I'm sure okay. you're gonna think of something. I'm just trying to picture a person here real quick. Um, what is the one thing you would tell a new member? Oh, you want to make it your weight loss? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I just think about the new members a lot. Eat I think, protein I think cookies. About them. <laughs> right? That's what I would. That's what I tell them. Five times. A but day. I do think about the new members because it's like depending on you know like. I wasn't scared. It was my identity. But if it's not, this is a lot. Yeah. Right. The freedom is a lot. Yeah. It wasn't a lot for me. It's exactly what I needed. But it's got to feel like sometimes like, whoa, like I could do anything. What does that mean? That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Ownership. Oh, yeah. Ownership. Self-awareness. 100%. Yeah. So I think a lot, like when I see new members, I'm always like, 
you you can do it. Trust me. You get to trust, trust, trust. You, you got to give it like, time. Oh, Screaming like it. from the background. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. If you're looking for more information on your weight loss, check us out at yourwayrsupport.com or on Facebook. Bye. Bye, Natalie. Bye. 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 Thank you. This podcast is produced by Straight from the Bend Productions.